Instinct to Core, a show on Code Zero Radio that plays bands located in the Fox Cities, a show to find and discover new music. Hosted by Andy McNamara. Everybody, welcome to Fox Cities Core. We're here every week to discuss music in the Fox Cities. I'm your host, Andy McNamara. And today we get the opportunity to sit down with a legendary Fox Cities band. This band's been around for quite some time. I'm sure you've heard of them. If you're listening to the show today or watching the show, we're simulcasting on WCZR Code Zero Radio, as well as Facebook and YouTube and Twitter. If you've got any questions, we are going to be taking questions during the show. We'll put up the, the phone number later. But without any further ado, I'd like to welcome Doozy to Fox Cities Core. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good, good, good. Thank you. Thank you for coming in and, and driving through that treacherous snow we got today. <laughs> I want to say as well, I, I love the fact you guys all have Packers stuff on today. It's game day, baby. Not planned. <laughs> <laughs> and not jumping too far ahead, you guys in the past have done shows over at uh, Lambeau Field. Yeah, yeah. The, a few of them. Was that for just regular games or was that... What um, kind of situation was that for? Was that like a pep rally thing? We actually did like all of them. I'm pretty sure we did uh, one before a game. We did uh, like the um, playoff game. We did one before that, like yeah. the little pep rally. It's been a mix, pep rallies and night games, yeah. yeah. So that's. I was thinking about it today. So the, the playoff game today, they announced like a week and a half ago that it was going to be on Saturday night. Yep. And a, a band, that's always like a fearful situation when it gets near like Packer playoff time that you're going to have a show scheduled or a big show you're excited about. And then all of a sudden it's going to be wiped out because of a, or you're going to be playing and everybody's going to be watching the game. Right. Including us. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys run into that situation before where you've had something scheduled and yes, yes, yeah. many, many times. <laughs> and let's, uh, let's go backwards a little bit. I believe you guys started out as a four piece band. We did. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what caused the shift to a three-piece? Uh, our fourth guy got a big boy job out of out of town, so we were just like, yeah, we're just going to yeah, go down to had, three then. He moved, and just the commute was going to be a little bit difficult. Um, to, uh, it's hard enough with three of our schedules. I mean, I don't even know how we did it with four people. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and then so he wasn't in the band very long, was he? Actually, quite a, quite a while. Uh, five, five years. years five, yeah, yeah, five years. He never left the band. Andy, <laughs> he's still here. We love you, Michael, if you're listening. So did he play on, the the first release he did was a self-titled? Was that your yep, first yeah. release? He was on that? Yep. Was he on anything after that? Yeah, he was on our first full-length album, uh, Almost Magic. He was on that one. And I believe, was it a single? Or did we just... I don't think that? he did a single, just the EP. It might have been that time that we... Don't Care, the single. He was on Don't Care. Oh, okay. I lied. <laughs> We uh, we play don't care on the on the station quite a bit. It's one of my favorite doozy tunes. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. So he leaves the band because he he got a, a different job, and you guys decide we're going to continue on as a three piece. Why not replace him? Um, we had a couple people that were like, you know, you, you guys might fit the mold of being like a Green Day type three piece style band. You don't do anything too complicated, and maybe it's better if you instead of keeping apart or adding more maybe if you just simplify it maybe that can be better for you guys so we tried that out and it just kind of stuck and we've been doing it ever since and no uh no plans to get another fourth member obviously if it's working not currently <laughs> yeah not currently we've talked about it in the past but not currently we're not working on anything right now and how did were you guys in bands before doozy in projects before Doozy, or was Doozy the first collective projects? Did you guys start it when you're all early in your instrument playing? I know for sure uh, Andy and I were in previous bands, um, kind of mostly basement stuff, you know. <laughs> 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 we were, uh, you know, I think we had uh, what was it, Cinnamon Toast Funk? Yeah, that was <laughs> that was just a basement cover band that we played a couple shows out of the basement with we we usually had the same band members we just kept changing the name over and over and over again so that was a, a cover band yeah yep and, and we had to change our name yeah we got a 
an angry message on was it Facebook back then <laughs> still <laughs> from a band in Canada called Cinnamon Toast Funk that were trying to get signed to a label. And the labels kept telling them, yeah, we're not interested because they kept looking at our videos. <laughs> <laughs> and so they yelled at us and told us to knock it off and change the name so that they could actually get signed. So, yeah, we were pretty bad back yeah, then. Yeah, it, <laughs> it wasn't a good start to our musical careers, that's for sure. So when did when did Ryan come into the mix? Uh, 2010, 2009? Yeah, I think uh, that was, was I in high school still or right, right after? I think it, was, I think. it might have been right after. Yeah. Are you guys all around the same age? Yeah, yeah. Close. Okay. about a year, year part at most. Well, yeah, those two graduated in um, nine. Yep. And I graduated in, in ten. Good job, Ryan. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, so then you guys, Andy, D'Angelo, you guys met and you said high school, formed formed the band, mm-hmm. had to change the name. Were you guys doing any shows or just playing in the basement, just jamming in the basement? At uh, that we point? did a couple of shows as a. Uh, that high school band. Um, I mean, Andy and I have always, you know, played in the basement and stuff. We've been friends since seventh grade. So um, we've always kind of had that, you know, chemistry and always just played around in the basement. And then a couple other guys want to join and you just get, uh, you know, just start having fun and then see what you can do. And then we just started playing shows. We got a, we, I think our first show was a talent show at the high school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we got twenty dollars to IHOP. That's what we that's what we made in payment that night. So like, oh, yeah, it's more than the shows we play now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, then you guys start playing, and and you mentioned that that the the fourth member got a different job. Does it get harder when, as you get older? Or does it get easier? Harder. <laughs> harder in some ways, easier in others. Um, I think it's easier to play. Um, yeah. Scheduling. Yeah. Scheduling's harder. a little tougher. More Try, things come up. Life happens. Trying to do stuff with families and uh, friends and just have like a normal life outside of it. But then, you know, people start to build that demand for us now, uh, which is pretty nice. You know, we can start playing a lot of shows or we can continue to play a lot of uh, shows. But um, just trying to schedule out three schedules with family stuff, friend stuff, and then. And our full time jobs. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you guys have a pretty beefy schedule already for this year. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> starting to fill up. I know that yesterday or the day before, you guys were popping up events. Yeah. You uh, guys have a, <laughs> I mean, I wrote down some of them. I'm like, okay, well, this, this has to stop here because, <laughs> I mean, I think you guys had, it was over 10 things already scheduled for the year. So do you feel that it, it's good to mention with family commitments and stuff to schedule that far out in advance? Um. For the most part, yeah. I know uh, usually I try to take off for, you know, birthdays and stuff like that. Um, anything outside of that is just kind of first come, first serve. So if a family member is like, hey, we want to do something, you know, this date, and we try to request out as far as uh, possible in advance, I think they kind of know they know that now. So uh, before it was a little difficult. It's like, all right, let's try to work around it, and you know. But so we try to do stuff as early as we can i think we had a uh, comment here it says that d'angelo and ryan aren't, aren't loud enough on the mic so i tried cranking you so you might, have, you might have to get a little closer andy you were spot on according to the uh, oh comment. nice <laughs> well thank you commenter thank you <laughs> um he uses microphones more than us so that's true <laughs> um so when before the band so have you always been into drums like what drew, drew you to the drums um honestly i don't know i think i just had a, like a natural rhythm on uh i used to play like the bongos at church and i don't know just kind of started there and then uh andy's dad actually just had a drum set in the basement and i just pretty much hopped on it one time and we'd just been jamming and then you know just start to get better and see that you're actually you know pretty decent at the drums and just continued from there uh, i actually didn't buy my first uh drum set until what uh four years ago <laughs> wow i'll give you a little more credit i think it's like six years ago so you're using was the it, set from the basement that whole time yeah yes so i was using i was using his dad's set we were playing a bunch of shows on his dad's kid and uh 
yeah, I finally bought my first kit, and I still actually don't even practice at home. Like, I've never been able to put a drum set at my house, which is kind of, uh, you know, difficult living, like, in apartments and stuff like that. It's uh, kind of hard to have a drum set and play that, but I would always practice at the parents and stuff, and now that we all have, you know, our own places, it's easier to, uh, we have our weekly practices, so it's easy to you know, practice essentially, but yeah. I find that fascinating. <laughs> I, I guess so, you know, you've got the drums or you had the drums, but, but that's pretty awesome. So your dad was obviously the catalyst to get you in the, into music, Andy, what, what yeah. kind of stuff was he listening to when you were growing up? Um, he, he likes everything. <laughs> He's just like, if it's good to me, I like it. Like that's always been his motto. He's not like biased towards one genre of music per se, but, uh, Growing up, he was always listening to like Offspring and uh, uh, Brian Setzer Orchestra. I, I remember listening to all that and car rides and whatnot. And he was a drummer in high school and had a couple bands that he was in. And uh, then after that, he uh, just kept the drum set in the basement, and that's where I, we kind of took the reins from him, so to speak, or at least Delo took the or throne, I should say. He took the throne from him. Literally, better, <laughs> you, you still use his throne. I do. <laughs> yes, he actually still no, does. he gave it to me now. Well, because your butt imprint was in it. No, there. That That's true. <laughs> you had an imprint on it. I kept, I was keeping it warm for him. <laughs> <laughs> so these guys are jamming before Ryan was in the band. Ryan, did you see these guys playing and then decide you're going to pick up the bass, or were you already playing the bass before um, then? I was in another band myself, uh, but we were doing cover songs. I want to do more original music. So I ended up um, quitting that band, and uh, I met Andy at Culver's, and uh, <laughs> Andy introduced me to D'Lo. Uh, then D'Lo shortly after, he joined us at Culver's. Um, so we're all flipping burgers and dipping fries in the greasers i don't know what you guys call it now i haven't been there. greasers the greasers <laughs> <are> you, <laughs> i've never, never heard the greasers before anyways what's that book where it's the the two like rival gangs in the high school and i think one's called the greasers i can't remember what Wait, that book was stand by me yeah is that stay golden pony boy no what's pony boy from i can't remember eh, i don't know so, being at Culver's, are you guys eating a lot of Culver's? Heck yeah. <laughs> Probably too much. Yeah, if you get a look below the table, you'll tell that we've had a little too much Culver's in our time. And yeah, we look like Santa Claus below. <laughs> you you guys have a lot of music out. You have a good catalog. Thank you. A health, very healthy size catalog. And you also uh, play, you can play the monster shows if you need to, like the three-hour uh, shows mixed with covers and originals. Is there one that you prefer to do over the other? Do you prefer the shorter original sets or the the mixed marathons? For me, they're both kind of different experiences, so it's not really like I prefer one over the other. It's uh, like the bigger shows are fun. I like doing those because playing the covers, we we like to change our covers up and do them a little differently than the originals. And so people either gravitate towards that or they don't like it. And we understand we're not going to please everybody, but it's it's nice when people do appreciate it and you get a deeper sense of the music the area likes and what people grew up on and what people are into and then like when we play the shorter shows and it's uh just originals it's nice to see people getting into it and obviously the earlier cut time and most of the time we're able to watch other bands that's a fun part of it too so for me it's just two completely different experiences but i i really enjoy doing both i'd, I'd have to agree on that honestly uh in terms of playing, I guess it's, you know, sometimes like when we have like those five weekend, four or five weekend or five shows in a weekend, um, it gets a little, you know, all right, I'm tired. Woof. Yeah, we've been playing, you know, four, four, three hour shows, which sometimes, it, you know, it's like an eight hour day, uh, you know, with packing and driving and unpacking and all that stuff. So. Uh, it's definitely a lot sometimes, but um, I'd have to say, like Andy said, it's just a completely different experience. Like, uh, if we haven't played a show in a while, hopping on the drums and playing a three-hour show is nice because you, you know, get all those kinks out that you haven't played in a while. And then those shorter shows, you know, uh, whether it be just all originals or just a little of both, it's just 
you get time to play like your best songs and then show people you know kind of what you got if uh it's like an original show and stuff like that so and like uh festival gigs or big events um sometimes when we do those three-hour shows it's it goes really fast like if people are into it um i can't get enough i don't even want to stop playing and uh often we'll do the encores or we'll we'll keep going just because like hey we can't shut this party down yet so um yeah i mean the the one hour shows are are really nice in terms of schedule um but if uh if we have those three four hour shows that we're doing um when people are into it just like i was saying i mean i can't get enough i i want to stay up there forever I, i don't want the bar close to happen or wherever we are for for the night to end you just like drinking a lot (laughs) (laughs) we've been getting a lot of comments here which is awesome going back to the book we've we had a bunch of comments uh jennifer and uh jack from the pseudo feds they both chimed in and said that it was the outsiders ah that's it (laughs) thank you thank you guys for that we also had a couple questions we'll just get to and you guys keep firing them in if if uh, if the viewers have any questions let us know we'll drop them in throughout the show um Bob Minter wants to know. He's got a question. What's better, butter burger or bacon double burger? <laughs> oh, you gotta go bacon. Bacon. Yeah. Can you can you like live I think, without bacon? I think Bob knew the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah. That was more of a test than a Come question. on, Bob. <laughs> and another question from uh, Christopher, Christopher from More Than Mary. Chris, thanks for tuning in today. Um, he asks, is it hard to get all three members to agree on what covers to learn? <laughs> Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, D'Lo yes. just wants to do Taylor Swift and Kesha. And, um, yeah, he wants to do Barbie Girl, um, Beyonce. Yeah, it's just always on me. And Mambo number five. Yeah. Yeah, that might be in there. But, yeah, it, it's, no, in all reality, we're we're all on the same page with our musical taste. Um, for oft- the most part. Often I don't even know what song we're about to cover. They just play it. I'm like, what is this? It sounds so good. And I'm like, did you write this? And he said, no. It's usually songs from the 70s or 80s. And he's like, I, this is the first time I'm hearing it. So, Yeah, there's like a couple disagreements every once in a while where it's like, all right, this song is too slow or, you know, um, just not feeling it. But uh, what's the song that we just started learning that, you know, we did a long time ago and we're like, oh, I don't know. Well, it was mostly me. I'm like, "Eh, I don't know about that. And then I just heard it again and I was like, oh, let's try this. And they're like, oh, yeah, the one we tried a long time ago. I'm like, (laughs) oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks, Chris, for the question. Obviously, you know, coming from a a guy that probably has that same struggle Mm -hmm. in his band. So Chris (laughs) Chris is reaching out. He's, uh, He's projecting. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the question, Chris. Uh, we have a instigator comment here from uh, Gavin Schmidt. He says, "Go Niners." Ooh. So I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know if you have a response to that. It's not really a question. Like I said, it was more of a taunt. <laughs> I mean, you know. hey, you can root for whoever you want to root for, my guy. That's a... <laughs> yep. I don't want to throw any negative comments toward that. Towards that. <laughs> So getting back to the uh, the music here, you guys had a healthy catalog, still have a healthy catalog. You guys blasted out quite a few singles last year. I think you did three separate singles. Do you find yourself moving more towards singles, or is there any kind of point where you're going to put all these singles into an album or an EP of its own? Um, so as a, as a group, I think we kind of don't like... Um Doing the whole oh let's release a release a bunch of singles and then throw those same songs on an album like later it's just kind of everybody's heard it so you don't want to give them you know four three or four songs that are singles and then give them only a you know ten to twelve song album and then they've heard like a third of it already so um, we like just you know releasing like new projects uh, currently we're working on uh, an EP. A five-song EP, so we'll have that out sometime this year. Uh, well, the cat's out of the bag yeah. now on that one, d That's how we're going to bring it to the world. Yeah. d gets the take yeah. wheel on it. Yeah, I do. That's why That's why we normally don't let our drummer do any press <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I, I told you to turn his mic off. <laughs> I say what I want. 
So that's ex- it's exciting. So then, I mean, the singles are going to live on their own if somebody wants a single. Yeah, we, to buy the single. we just get excited and we're like, let's record this. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, no, now I guess we'll just release it as a, a single. Well, in regards to that comment, usually how it works is I like to take everything very slowly and very detailed and get the demos down exactly. And I'll send these guys like a little bit of an idea for a chorus. And then Ryan will go, I booked the recording session, let's go and let's do it. <laughs> and that's that's typically how it goes for us. Well, this is probably a little early for this segment, but uh, I'll play this before we we touch on the topic, and then I have to fix the camera anyway. So, oh, okay. Uh, cool. It'll work out nice. This is a new segment, a newer segment called Band Reaction. I play a clip of a band that's been on previously, and then you get your reaction afterwards okay okay uh the, the clip we're gonna watch have you heard of the band spy vs spy out of oshkosh Mm-mm. no, no. Right. they're really really good band i like those guys a lot uh, this is from a episode of core from february 1st of 2020 with spy vs spy band reaction band reaction Um, I do most of the writing. Um, I usually come up with the chord progression on guitar with a, a vocal melody over it. Uh, I usually don't have words, but kind of fit words in that sort of, you know, have the right rhythm and, and accents and stuff. Um, and I usually do have in the back of my mind, like what kind of a drum beat would go underneath it um i'm not a very good drummer but i i usually can relay what i want to jay and he 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 does it perfectly so um and then present it to the band and usually they just fill in their parts and i honestly don't have to tweak much at all they we've been playing together for so long that we kind of know what we're expecting out of each other and it works out pretty good I don't know if you have anything to add. No, it's just kind of, yeah, collaborative. We can all play all each other's instruments, so it's kind of one of those things where if I have an idea or Eric has an idea or Bill or any, you know, it's just kind of easy to, like I said, we're all comfortable with each other. So Spy vs. Spy, what's your reaction to that? Same. That's, it's like <laughs> exactly the same during that deal. literally just pointed at me and was like, yeah, that's... That's how it works. Yeah, it's pretty much Andy. Andy will come up with something, and then, you know, he'll he'll actually most of the time he doesn't really give us a like a layout because uh, Ryan's kind of following Andy, and I just give like a basic beat to start. Um, me and like I said, me and Andy, we've been playing together since you know seventh grade, seventh or eighth grade, so. Uh, we kind of got that chemistry and just kind of know what each other's thinking as far as, you know, music. Um, so if he just sends us something, he's already kind of got a beat going in my head. So I'll get, I'll play like a simple beat for like practice purposes and then I'll start to add the intricacies, intricacies like later and, you know, the fills and all that stuff. So I got a big word for you. That what? <laughs> wow. I've been studying the encyclopedia. I also just want to say this is the most Delo has talked at a band-related event live. I can't get a word out of you when we're on stage, and you're just like, "Yep, you're mm-hmm. welcome." Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> He's using that radio voice. Yeah, <laughs> do it live from the basement. That's pretty good. Good job. But also, um, just to add to that, I always geek out when Andy has an idea on drums and Delo doesn't. So they, the chemistry is real. Like we, we do have good chemistry. But so once in a while, when things aren't clicking exactly, when you mouth or you, you say it with your mouth, what drums should sound like, <laughs> and it, it yep. sounds it sounds so funny because I can't even do do it. Give them a sample. But you're I don't okay honestly under know what you're talking about really <laughs> what when you do a boom boom bob I can't even do that's it. just the basic <laughs> way to do it. I it's think. so like, funny though, and they're, they're talking. No, back it should go forth. boom chicka chicka boom instead of. Boom chicka boom chicka like you know. And then Dilo's like chicka chicka boom boom and no. Yeah, it's we just, just yell in a language at each other like that. Though. Sounds like baby talk sometimes. Mm-hmm. Do you guys typically have your songs ironed out by the time you get into the studio, or are you doing some tweaking all the way up until? I think we have a very good bass and yeah, most of most it. of the most of the extras. Um, 
it's just kind of working out the little details like just small uh guitar parts or um you know synth and maybe some uh melodies and stuff like that but for the most part i think our songs are pretty well put together before we go in and then you know like i said just those extras it's true (laughs) (laughs) and you've done as far as recording i like talking about studios i know you've done a lot of work at sherry pit Mm -hmm. and you you were at studio h before they closed the doors right um have you ever done Rock Garden or any anywhere up here besides Studio H? Or? Yeah, we've worked with uh, Mark Goldie at Rock Garden on on a couple things. He actually did our was that our very first music video? That was our very that first joke. music video. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, for for something to say, we were babies then. Yeah, it's weird watching <laughs> that video now and seeing how young we look and I, I how much weight I've put on <laughs> since then. <laughs> so so what uh, what drew you in a cherry pit? Um, we were just looking at different. Uh, producers and studios to go into uh probably what was it like late 2019 very early 2020 and um we just had heard a lot of good things about cherry pit we hadn't uh worked with eric or anybody at cherry pit so we took a dive in we went down for a visit and got to know him and we felt like there was a chemistry there and we just decided to go with it and i'm glad we did because all these songs that we've been churning out are pretty pretty good in my opinion right and uh he also uh, when we were kind of just listening to some of his work and comparing all of our options um quite a few of the bands that he had in i mean he has a, a huge range but um some of the bands we were listening to were kind of our style uh same things that we're kind of aiming for so it was like hey you know this this is the direction that we want to go because um he's already doing it so we just felt strong that um we could make something great there and Ryan just wanted somebody to talk cryptocurrency with. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Eric. Are you into crypto? I shouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. We'll leave it, we'll it at that. <laughs> Do you guys have a, a favorite song? Do you guys each tend to like the same songs from the Doozy catalog, or do you all have different favorites? We all have different favorites, I think. Okay, D. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He think, spoke for all of us. I, I think. I don't know. I don't. No, I'm just kidding, D. I mean, I write most of them, like the bass points, so all of them are kind of my little babies. So I do know that there are some that are better than others, obviously. Um, Old Days is one of my favorites that I've written. I think that's been a big one for all of us. I remember getting that chorus down originally and Ryan being like, finish that song because i just had a a chorus for like a year and a half about with that one so i'd say old days is one of my favorites one of my favorites like one of the ones that we uh are gonna release so i know ryan knows which one i'm talking about but (laughs) do you guys have a recording on your phone you could play uh a demo version or anything a little sample sample (laughs) i don't have the demo version anymore I'm just scooping for exclusives. Yeah, I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I'd be doing the same, too, if I were in your position. We'll figure so something out. I so your, your favorite's one that we can't even hear. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Soon, though. It's Good job, fair. D. Way to build up the, <laughs> the anticipation. Hey, hey, now, they're, now they're waiting for the, the juicy stuff. That's right. And, Ryan, I might have missed it. Did you say what your favorite one was? Um, I didn't. Uh, I was trying to think, but there's, there's several. I, I really like... Um, Night and Day, that was off our um, Almost Magic album, I believe. And uh, Mona Lisa was another one that I, I really liked, too. You guys have a lot of good songs. You have a nice sound. It's oh, Thank you. I think you called Pop Rock on the page, which I could agree with. Like, thank you. Um, I know we talked a little bit about some influences kind of in passing came up briefly, talking about... Andy's dad and what he played, but what what kind of music got you guys into music? I really uh, Blink One Eight Two is like my favorite band. So um, if you know Ryan, that came at <laughs> no surprise to you hearing no the surprise. words come Just out of Mark, his mouth. Mark Hoppus, Tom DeLonge, like they're, they're great to watch, and um, they really got me into playing. It didn't even matter what instrument I played; I just wanted to play something because listening to those songs um, just got me excited to to be a part of anything musical. Uh, for myself, I would have to say that 
I don't really have like a like a favorite genre or really uh, artist or anything or band that I really picked up to you know really get into music. Um, I literally listen to everything. Like I'll listen to jazz and like opera, and then I'll go like to scream. Did like, you know he listened metal. to opera? No, but I was just gonna We're say like I was I was listening so. to jazz last night. So. Really. Yeah. <laughs> And then it'll go, and then it'll go to like you know death metal or like screamo or something like that. So I, you know, it's all over the place. So I just love music, um, and I just like playing. So uh, I know earlier when uh, back in the day, Andy and I would, you know, Foo Fighters and Weezer and Coheed and Cambria, um, just kind of just rocking out to that and that you know like darker, darker stuff aside from Weezer, but. Um, you know, just kind of rocking out to that, and that's just how, you know, I play. Weezer for me. I'm like Ryan with Blink-182, <laughs> but with Weezer for me, that's my that's my go-to. And that was actually, when I was younger, um, my mom found this site online where you could get CDs for $5. And one of the CDs that she got me at first was Weezer's Make Believe album. And I played that. And the very first time I heard it, I hated it. And I didn't like this band at all. And then as I grew up, I, I, it was like a year later. I don't know why I said grow up because it was literally a year later. But, um, then I started getting an appreciation for that album. And then I took a deeper dive into their discography and I just fell in love with everything about them. And I've been obsessed since that day. He is Weezer. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys go do a lot of concerts. I know Weezer played Milwaukee, was it this past year or the year before for Summerfest? Uh yeah, uh this past year they were at the for the Hell Omega tour, I believe. I didn't get a chance to go. I haven't seen them since the last time D and I went and that was like in twenty ten. But we I go to concerts quite often. I'm going to see Jack White in Milwaukee in this coming summer. Um I go to a few of them occasionally um i think most of them like i've gotten a couple myself but most of the time andy and i are going like we went to motion city soundtrack a few times always yeah. get into that valentine's day um, you and me? yeah and we saw uh what was the band white reaper yeah white reaper yeah white oh, reaper were they? Good. they're awesome i love white reaper they were better live than on their album oh for sure opinion. i'd shout out to dustin who commented opera to death metal i like it <laughs> Yeah, man, it's a broad spectrum. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I literally just everything. I think my big, like, uh, I think that's a hint towards the type of song that's your favorite off, out of these new ones. Yeah, the opera, just, the just opera death metal opera. demo that I sent yeah, over. Yeah, no, I think for me, uh, the big genre that I kind of get into is kind of like, uh, what I say, emo. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, I'd say that it's like the. You know, like Paramore and Sleeping with Sirens and you know, bands like that. So, so that whole tour that's happening in Vegas. Basically, yeah, but I'm not going in. <laughs> we had a, a two-part question here. So, we, there's a show Tuesday night on Code Zero Radio called Amped Up with DJ Bear. He plays Doozy quite a bit. He likes to send in multiple-parted questions. Okay. So, I'd, uh, I'll ask each separately to you. Uh, joining a bit late, so not sure if this was asked. What's the best festival or large gig that you played? Did you play Mile of Music? That's actually two questions in his first question. So I'll answer the first one uh, for myself. Uh, would have to be Summerfest. Um, you know, just playing at Summerfest and having your name up is, you know, like an honor, and that's just a it's a great experience as i you know they say lots of things you know the bigger bands are like oh it was crap blah blah this happened and you know yeah you know they want all the you know a a5 treatment <laughs> a5 is uh wagyu like beef like steak you know it's like <laughs> top of the line just just if you didn't know <laughs> appreciate that because i had no idea what you're talking about uh no they get i that, was like, just gonna smile and nod <laughs> so yeah that led like a uh, five-star treatment you know but i I've never had anything to complain about it for, really. Um, we yeah. usually get the meat treatment at Summerfest when we're there. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it now, the meat treatment? I, I guess. But no, um, Yeah, we did a, a contest called Land the Big Gig. 
Um, that was when we were four piece. So, you know, a few, few years ago. Um, but that was probably my uh, best experience at Summerfest because, you know, just the energy from the crowd is just like a big event. You know, we fought our way through hundreds and hundreds of bands to we had uh, to be top three, actually top two. Technically, uh, we're right behind, I think, what, less than three points behind the band that won. Um, so we got second place um, in that contest. And that's like. Bands in the nation, so that's, you know, Nashville, ten, like, Texas, wherever, you know, the bands found out about it and entered from a, uh, so we, I feel honored that we got, you know, second place out of that. And I'll answer the second question. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we haven't played Mile of Music. Um, it's not that we don't want to. Uh, we've put our name out there. I inquired about it. Um, I think... At the time, we were told for feedback on it is they wanted bands that are, like, pure original. Um, but I, that's kind of what it was. Uh, but we do those those long gigs in the bars and the, the, the other venues where it's we throw in cover music for other people to know. Um, however, we, we love our originals, and we love doing original shows. Um, but, yeah, I think they kind of classified us as a, a cover band. Yeah, and that was years ago yeah, when that happened. And, yeah, it's different now. So um, I think like the last couple years, uh, it's been weird, obviously, with uh, the pandemic. But um, in addition to that, I think like during those times, I probably am on a canoe trip or something. So <laughs> so we haven't been able to get in. But um, yeah, it's it's cool though. Mile music. I mean, I think in terms of original music though, like we we do play a, a plenty. Obviously, uh, we got a lot of stuff. So I think we have like. You know, hour and a half, two hours worth of music of originals. If we played all of them, you know. But so, if you're listening, mile of music, <laughs> <laughs> doozy next year, 2022 or this year technically. This year. And then there's the uh, the second question: What other band names were on the list before you settled on doozy? I don't think we really had any. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, we couldn't come up with a name, and Doozy was just my nickname in high school, and I was just like, yeah, let's just go with that, I guess. Cause yeah, we spent like it was like three days. Hey, you guys, think of think of names, and then um, our next rehearsal, we got together and like, hey, what do you guys got? And nothing. And then Andy's <laughs> just like, what about Doozy? This is my nickname in high school. Yeah, we'll go with it for now. Yeah, sure, we'll make this about you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D'Lo and I, when we were in the bands. That weren't doozy. We went through a lot of names and uh, Cinnamon Toast Funk, obviously, before we got in trouble for that one. Um, Frigid Vigil. Frigid Vigil. <laughs> File Cabinet. That was another name we had. Your Gyarados. Yeah, Waiter, there's a Gyarados in my soup. Anybody that knows Pokemon, that's, uh, that's for you guys. Sunday Mail. The Sunday Mail, yeah. yeah. Where I played bass. Yep, that's right. Oh, interesting. Yeah. There's a video of you somewhere playing bass on a couple songs on YouTube if you look at those names up. up. It's smooth. <laughs> It's not smooth. Joined by the full band. Want to thank them again for coming in so early today and through the snow. Well, thank you for having us. It's pleasure was all mine. I didn't sleep last night. <laughs> he was so excited. <laughs> do you guys get nervous when you do stuff like this? Like before, or is it just kind of? Yeah. I mean, you've been doing this for a while now. Is it just sort of another thing? Um, for me, I. I have a lot of anxiety about everything in life, so like, uh, there's always a little bit of anxiety and kind of fear with everything that we do, even after all these years of doing shows, even I still get the pre-show butterflies and whatnot, so, I mean, for me, it's kind of, a, it's always kind of an experience, but. I really don't get, <laughs> I don't uh, get nervous or anything, so I'm just like, eh, it's whatever, whatever you guys want to do, I'm done. Yeah, I'm. I'm always nervous, so that's like if we did a hand check right now, they're they're both calming me down. Their their hands are on my thighs. No, both of you are nervous. <laughs> providing relief too. <laughs> uh, during the song break, you said you might play a little clip of the as yet unreleased track. Is this still still good, or are we not going to do this? Sure, we can do it. Uh, so this is my. One of my fave. Um, it's called Alone in My Room. Uh, it's off our new EP. Uh, I'm just gonna play a little exclusive. You know when it when it comes out, <laughs> but you'll get a little taste now. 
Um, I'll just play a little bit of it on my phone here. This with the sounding crazy, yeah. That left me wanting more. <laughs> Good. That was well, that, my that's intent. A, that's, I mean, that's exciting. So when is that supposed to come out? Uh, that's yet to be decided. Yeah. <laughs> we're um, working on things right now. Yeah, we're, yeah, we'll just leave it at, we're working on a few <laughs> things. Um, hopefully, you know, the next, like, couple months here, but uh, we can't throw a date on it until we make sure those other things are finalized, you know, uh, mastering and mixing the rest of it and you know getting the artwork and everything so you know all the things that go into you know making an album or an ep so i'm glad you brought up artwork because i wanted to mention that you've got some pretty cool <laughs> artwork uh the the wet spaghetti cover kind of scares me when i look at it but i've got it up on the screen right now for our viewers who who does this stuff do you guys do it or do you know people that uh we that know do this? we know a couple people we've had you know over the years, we've had a couple different people uh, do our artwork. Uh, I think Tony might have did one of them, or his sister. His sister did. Uh, his sister his did. Sister, yep. um, I have we used the same person for... No, it's always been like yeah. a mix. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we make our own, yeah. and then other times we yeah, hire out for people. I've made a couple on there. Um, and then we've had, you know, just people that we know, you know, randomly make some stuff. But... Uh, my fiance's brother actually made the wet spaghetti one, so it's, it's again, it's cool. But it's like the first time I looked at it, I was sort of like, "Oh, play the spaghetti!" And I saw your faces <laughs> on there, and I was gonna pull it up again. So yeah, <laughs> those are Halloween costumes. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. So when you're doing new releases, is that kind of one of the fun things? Like the upcoming single is is doing the artwork, or is that kind of a stressful component? I suppose it, it dictates sort of when you can release it, too. But. Yeah, I think it depends on, uh, you know, it's kind of one of those last-minute last things that we do. Uh, it's like, all right, well, oh, yeah, we got to get artwork for this, so what are, what are we going to do? And then we're just trying to toss around ideas, and some song titles, you know, are easier to, you know, wet spaghetti, you know, <laughs> something like that. But uh, some of our other artwork, you know, we got to think about a little bit, and then sometimes we have ideas for you know, to do all this stuff, and then you're like, you know what, let's just keep it simple, so I think most of our uh, our band is, you know, kind of that simple, let's just keep it simple. I can't get over how much Delo's talking today. This, <laughs> this is big for him. Like, it's a it, big never, is it, is it never happens. Is it big for me or big for you? Watch the phrasing on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you asked earlier if we had to edit anything out. <laughs> Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left in the show. If, if you've got a question for Doozy, again, you can comment, or uh, better yet, give us a call. Uh, the number's sort of bannering there on the bottom. It's 920-358-0795. Like I said, you have 10 minutes to get a question in. That would be awesome. We'll wait until then. <laughs> <laughs> in silence. So let's talk a little bit about the shows you guys have coming up. And like I mentioned earlier, I didn't write down all of them because there's a ton of them, but your next show, according to your Facebook calendar, is February 19th at Deja Vu. Yep. Have you played at Deja Vu before? Yes. Yep. Um, what are some of your favorite venues in Appleton to play at? Well, I, I like playing at Deja Vu a lot because it's a easy gig for me. I live right down the road, and it's a, <laughs> it's an easy setup. And it's one of those stages where you're like really close with people. With like, I mean, the past couple of years, that hasn't been the best scenario, but. Uh, <laughs> Before all this happened, like that was one of my favorite parts because you had people right up in front, you had people over in the bar hanging out, and I like martinis, so it's <laughs> one of my favorites in Appleton. Uh, looks like you've other shows, Maloney's and Kakana. Oh, let's talk about this. April 9th, you guys have a double header. You're doing the 14th annual Rock for Wishes in Kimberly, and then you're going over to uh, play a show at Calms and Kakana. Yep. Isn't it? So what's um what's the details on the the Rock for Wishes. It sounds like a good event. Yeah, the, we're excited. We're excited. There's a, a good lineup there too. Um, I think we we started out uh, having that other show. We asked if we could be 
placed earlier just to make it work. Um, I think we start at 3. Yeah, uh, 3 or 3.30. I forget off the top of my head. Yeah, and just doing one one hour set, I believe. Yep, and then packing up and heading over to Calmus's and setting up there. So that'll be a, a live, the Rock for Wishes will be a, an hour live with probably a couple covers mixed in, or is it going to be a mix? We'll probably mix it. Yeah, we'll probably mix it. We usually th- we usually throw together like our sets like you know the day before like kind of how we want to do it. <laughs> or on stage. <laughs> I mean, or on stage we mix it up, you know. Is he, Andy the set master? For the most part, for yeah. For the most part, he's I, the only one with a printer. <laughs> <laughs> no, for a while there, I, mean, I just needed you to print off stuff because I. And then we'll and then we'll random you know on the stage we always change it up like oh let's do this one instead of that. Yeah, one. we go off of a feel. Yeah. I come up with a basic template. <clears throat> Excuse me, and we just kind of wing it from there. Yeah. And then I'll say, oh, we should do this one for the people. And, and then I say, no. <laughs> but then we do it, and I mess it up. That was your idea. <laughs> At least you acknowledge it. Uh, we touched on Mile of Music. There's also a lot of other great festivals in the area. Electric City, mm-hmm. um, Experience in Kakana. Um, there's the Steel Bridge up in Green Bay. There's a the Water City Racket Fest down in Oshkosh. Have you guys played any of those? I think you've played Electric City. Electric City, Electric yeah. City. Uh, we, I think, did we do it every year that they've they've done it? I think. I so. think so. Yeah, yeah I, I think so. so. That one's a fun one. Yeah. I think one of my one of my uh, more fun festivals are uh, Cheese Fest. I, oh, I we, forgot we about played that. there a few times for uh, that one's always ninety five nine when they did their their little summer slam or whatever it was. That was yeah, fun. That was so we got time. to play for like uh, for Andy Grammer and you know just a. We didn't play camp. for Andy well, Grammer. If he had no, a choice, he specifically <laughs> asked for Technically, us. Those doozy boys around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we shared the stage with him. So, have you guys had any any big uh, equipment mishaps or anything during shows? <laughs> Andy forgot a guitar once. Once I forgot my guitar. I one. forgot my throne one time. Yeah. Had to use a, he had to use a bar stool chair thing, and then that didn't work, so we had to run to Walmart and get a rolly chair. <laughs> and then it kept rolling around, so it took yeah. the wheels off. <laughs> that was that was two weeks ago. I'm just kidding. No, that was that was at the very beginning, pretty much when we first started we're still doing this seriously. Out. Yeah. Um, one of the first shows we were doing, actually how we met Mark Goldie, is we won a competition at the Boys and Girls Club when we were like 20 and 19 oh, yeah. years old. And while we were playing, one of the sound guys' amps just exploded on stage, <laughs> and there was just smoke going everywhere. And it was we, real fire. Yeah, we were like, well, we're just going to keep playing, so we just kept playing through it. We didn't <laughs> Smoke and fire in the background. So yeah, I, I think those happened to, not those specifically, but things like that always happen to everybody, and that's part of just, you just play through it, and you just... You just go with it. Yeah. Power surges and then just stuff shutting off in the middle yep. and then you're still playing. You can hear the drums because they're acoustic, but then you're just like, oh, what happened to literally everything else? <laughs> and then <laughs> and you're still singing. It probably looks funny because we just like, our thing is just act like it's part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> so when all this mishap is happening right behind us or in front of us or on, on the stage with us and we're just playing through it and other people are like, should should that be on fire? <laughs> How long do you see Doozy continuing for? Until tomorrow, at least. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, no. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's really up to these guys, honestly, because this is what I want to do, and Doozy's kind of like my baby, and so I'm looking to make this like a full-time gig where I don't need to be working a second job out of it. So for me, I'm willing to keep this going as long as as long as I'm around. So for for me, it's uh. It's as long as the money keeps coming, coming, because I really don't like these guys. Um, so it's a paycheck for D'Lo. Yeah, I, you had me in the first half of that statement. I was like, "Wow, he's really going for the money thing," and then you threw the joke in there. So that was. But no, I I love playing music as long as I can, you know, keep doing that and playing. I, I honestly, it doesn't even matter what instrument is. I just love playing music and playing live is just a different experience. Um, for for everybody i guess but i just you know the energy that people give us when we're at shows uh obviously if we, we got nothing to feed off of it's 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 not uh boring i would say it's just it, it's a different feel so you don't get that you know hyped up energy that you get if people are vibing to you so um the more people and you know dancing and singing and you know that it's it's more fun for us but i just love playing music honestly so as long as i can keep doing that let's do it 
Is that your stomach that's been going this whole time? (laughs) (laughs) I should have had that apple. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know what, you guys? We are at the end of the show. If people want to find out more about Doozy, do you guys have a spot you want to send them to or... Uh, well, besides your next show at do yeah, Deja Vu. <laughs> do you want all of our personal numbers? I mean, you can just give us a call. If you want. I mean, you guys have a Facebook yeah, page. Yeah, fa- Facebook, uh, the messenger on there. Um, we yeah. have an email, too. But Facebook's gonna, the biggest one for yeah. us. So. I was yeah. going to ask you, too. I want to squeeze this question in really quickly. <laughs> and we'll go back. So you guys yeah. are on Bananas Entertainment, yeah. which yeah. Um, they're a like an, almost like a booking, booking management yeah. company, right? Yep. What, what got you guys interested in going through bananas uh when we first started and we were looking for gigs uh tony anders who used to run studio h he uh kind of recommended them to us and put in a good word for us to them and then lance from bananas came out to one of our shows saw us and said yeah you guys are good enough to make me some money so we'll start sending (laughs) you out for some shows so and plus the shows we were booking ourselves were like campgrounds yeah not good <laughs> yeah we're daycares like, we tried kids. it our, we kidding. tried it ourselves yeah the daycares and the garage sales yeah bananas gets us bigger shows and does it also take away a little bit of the stress of yes booking yourself oh, for sure mm-hmm. which we still do some of um depends on what they you know what people come to us with we get messages all the time about uh doing shows and stuff so uh you know as long as it fits you know our criteria then you know we're, we're down to play pretty much anything so for the most part all right well again go check out doozy's facebook page or instagram or instagram <laughs> i want to remind everybody too that we have a new show on code zero it's called the ike rumba show it's on tuesday nights at nine o'clock ike doesn't hold back he's dropping grenades and f-bombs uh watch the kids um, <laughs> we could have used F bombs on this show. Well, yeah, you could have. It's a little early though. Oh. My kid's watching PBS right now, so it would have been good. But again, I want to thank thank you guys for for showing up. I've I've known of you guys for quite a while, and it, it's nice to finally sit down and get to know you guys thank a little you. bit better. Nice to meet you. And uh, my son really loved the cake part in the, <laughs> the video. Yeah, that was so, fun to film. I'm like a little five year old. <laughs> I still am sometimes. After that happened, he tried to like, you guys want some? <laughs> Face smashed and <laughs> hey, all. Hey, I I was gentle with it. I did the have other some. half. The other half was good. <laughs> Thanks again, guys, and Jennifer. Thank you for the comments. You said it was a great way to start off for Saturday. Thank uh, you, Tadoozy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank right. you, Jennifer. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to WCZR Codes Your Radio. This is Fox City's Core. Join us next week. Tune in. Go to Doozy's shows. All of them. <laughs> Bag check. <laughs> Had to throw that in at the <laughs> 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 <laughs>